Alleluia, Christ is risen. Is he really? Is he really risen? Is that where our hope is supposed to be, or is it elsewhere? Today, this Jubilate Sunday, we talk about patience. Not something that most of us really want to talk about. Patience, after all, is like this from our Old Testament text from Lamentations 3, 25 and 26. The Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks Him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Wait? Quietly? That's not me. That's not you, is it? That in our Amazon Prime two-day turned into one-day shipping. When we get all in a tizzy, when we, we buy something, only to find out that it's coming from China. And now with all the tariffs, it's probably sitting there somewhere in a warehouse, waiting to be cleared, waiting for somebody to pay the extra bill, and we're not going to get it in two days or one day. It's probably going to be a week or two, and, and now my whole day, my whole week is just shot. I'm never going to get those golf clubs regripped. It's ridiculous. Patience. Do you have it? More often than not, we don't, do we? We establish all sorts of false idols for ourselves because, you see, patience always has its hope in something or someone. Let me repeat that. Patience always has hope in something or someone. So what's yours? As a kid, you can imagine I was a little bit of a rambunctious sort. And my mom, as I've told you, was, was always singing and was always happy and, and coming in and waking us up in the morning with a smile on her face and she was like Cinderella with the little birds flying around. Good morning, wake up. And whenever we would do something wrong, she would sometimes even break out into song then. You want to talk about annoying. And I had three younger siblings. I have three younger siblings, I should say. And the, the two younger ones, the girls, they, they, they really took after our mom. They, they just loved to sing. And so we grew up there in the, the early 80s with uh, a character known as Salty the Singing Psalm Book. Raise your hand if you know anything about Salty. A couple of you out there? I still remember the cassette tape. And, and parents, you might have to explain to your kids what a cassette tape is. I can still remember the jacket of this, this I think he was blue or purple. It looked like a Bible with arms and legs. And he would sing all sorts of little spiritual songs. And there was one song whenever I was being impatient that both my mom and my sisters would sing to me. It's a little bit of an earworm, so I'm going to share it with you. When Herbert was a little snail, he often got in trouble. He'd rush around, always trying to do things on the double. He'd crash through every spider web. With crickets, he'd collide. Until one day, his loving mom pulled Herbert to the side. Have patience, have patience. Don't be in such a hurry when you get impatient. 
you only start to worry. Remember, remember that God is patient too and think of all that he has done through Jesus Christ for you. Huh. Patience always has hope in something or someone. And this has to do with Jesus. How? See, as we live in this life, the law which says, wait for God to work, seek him out. The law which says, wait quietly. The law which says, be patient, is only fulfilled by the one who did just that. The lamb, as we call the paschal candle, the sheep candle, I tell the preschoolers, the candle we light because the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world has come into this world for you and me, and and he waited quietly for salvation. Like a sheep before its shears is silent, he uttered not a word. He endured the difficulties that came his way, which was much more than just waiting for a package from Amazon to arrive at your doorstep. He waited for the beatings to stop. He waited for the scourging, the stripes. He waited for the catcalls to cease. He waited for the verbal abuse and the physical abuse and everything to come to an end. He waited there as he hung patiently upon the cross. He waited to see the salvation of God. You see, patience always has hope in something or someone. Your Lord and Savior was able to have patience in any and all circumstances because his hope was firmly rooted in the fact that his Father's will would be done. So what does your patience hope in? Who does your patience hope in? Our epistle text says it this way, Beloved, we are God's children now. The reality is that you are God's child right here and now, having faith and especially having been baptized, robed with Christ's righteousness, where your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. You are His child. You fall under His headship. That's the now. But John goes on through the Holy Spirit and says this, what we will be has not yet appeared. That's part of where we get the the now and the not yet that you might hear us pastors and teachers talking about. We talk about the hope of, of what is yet to come. And see, that's where our patience now starts to learn as well. Because there is something to come. And John goes on and says this, we know that when He, Jesus, appears, we shall be like Him. So whether you're struggling with something little in your life, like patience over a package being delivered, or an annoying mother who yet you love dearly. I texted her at 6 o'clock this morning. (laughs) I hope I woke her up. (laughs) Well, that was Eastern time, so that's 5. Uh-oh. Anyway. (laughs) Have patience. Don't be in such a hurry. Remember what God in Christ has done for you because there's something yet to come. 
And even if there's more going on in your life where you are just rocked to your very core, diagnosis of, of cancer, you're getting older, your eyes don't seem to work the way you want them to, it, there's something to come. Because just as Jesus, who patiently and willingly suffered for you upon the cross, just as He rose from the grave, coming back to life, and just as we light this Paschal candle during these 40 days where He walked around and showed everybody His hands and His side and His feet to show that He was the one that was crucified and to show also that now there was blood coursing through these veins again. And that He no longer suffered any of the ill effects of death. That He had a new, transfigured, resurrected body. That's for you. Your hope is that that's what awaits for you. New life in the midst of death. That you'll see Him, actually Him, face to face, along with all the rest of our loved ones. John goes on and says this, everyone who thus hopes in Him purifies himself, just as He is impure. Just as He is pure. You see, our hope must always be in Christ. And not just for the big things. It must be for the little things as well. The little things that keep us from being patient. We must repent of those things. We must look and realize how our life is wrapped up. How our life is hidden with Christ and God. The disciples in John's Gospel, they, they don't quite get this. Jesus, we're going to see you, and then we're not going to see you, and then we're going to see you again. This is all very confusing. And so Jesus says, hey, this is what's going to happen, and this is where your hope needs to be. Jesus says, you know what? In this life, you will weep and lament. You will have difficulties. You will have struggles. And if anybody tries to sell you a bill of goods that will never arrive, maybe from China, don't believe it. Believe what I have to say. Believe that in the midst of suffering, there is yet joy. Remember that that is what awaits you. That you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn into joy. And then Jesus, moms, pay attention here. This was the text appointed for the Sunday. I didn't pick this, by the way. Jesus says, hey, let me tell you a little something about patience and sorrow and joy. Let's talk about moms, shall we? Moms know anything about this? When a woman has given birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. What did you do to me? You made me like this. I can't believe I'm going. I don't, you know, ladies, I don't know if you want to share everybody, you know, what you said on the birthing table, but I imagine there was a little bit of pain and frustration, and not only that. Look around, ladies, at the children that might be with you here today. Aren't you glad they've gotten bigger and can take care of themselves? Or that they will? <laughs> it's a hard work being a mom. A lot of sorrow. And maybe even a little bit of heartache. But Jesus says, hey, just as a woman that's, that's carrying a child and now preparing to give birth and going through labor, when the baby arrives... There's no words, are there? What a precious moment. Because new life has entered the world. 
That's the same moment for you each and every day because you have new life through Jesus. You've been born again into a living hope. A hope that can never perish or spoil or fade because you have an inheritance kept in heaven for you. You have the resurrection of your body. You have a new world that awaits. So sing your little silly snail Herbert songs all you want. But know this, that just as Christ Himself suffered and died, so shall you. And just as a woman labors in childbirth, so will you labor in your life and in your job. But but there's hope. Patience always has hope in something or someone. And as Christians, our patience looks to Christ and sees in his life, his death, and his resurrection the assurance that he will provide for us, yes, that he will give us, even yet in this life, true joy and peace that passes understanding. God grant us such a faith and a trust in his holy words. And moms, happy Mother's Day. Hallelujah, Christ is risen.